Hey folks, welcome to another edition of WPOV Aftermath. That's right, today is part two of our G1 coverage where we're gonna be covering days five, six, seven, and eight. And I gotta tell you, this uh, tournament has been going great. It's been fun. But man, there is so much other wrestling going on at the same time. It's getting a little bit overwhelming. Gotta say that, gotta say that. Uh, this year is the first year I have not been watching it live. Uh, so I have not been up at five in the mornings, you know, doing those crazy things. But we have been watching it uh, as soon as they put up, put up the matches on the, uh, after the uh, live feeds. So f anyways, welcome to today's show. I'm your host, the legend T. James Logan. With me, uh, my co-host, the gentleman himself, Elio Canella. Elio, welcome What's aboard. Fun. Not much, man. We just came off a really fun, long episode of Global yesterday, and now we find yeah. ourselves talking a bit of G1. And uh, yeah, there is a crazy amount of good wrestling going on. And what a change from three months ago when we ha barely had anything going mm -hmm. to now like everyone's starting up and it's all good quality. Obviously wrestlers have, have been missing being out there and they're just, they're just giving it all. There's just so much really good stuff, but let's talk about G1 today. Okay. Uh, we cover episodes uh, five and six. First of all, we'll cover those two first. This will put us at the, the one third way through the tournament. And I'm not sure what kind of indication I'll give us because each person will have fought three matches and uh, out of the nine that they have. So of the whole block uh, decision things, this is one third of the way through. And uh, we can take a look uh, after we talk about uh, day, uh, day six, we can take a quick look and talk about uh, where we see guys right now. And then we'll see how they progress after that. Okay. So let's start off uh, day five, a block first match. Taichi versus Yujiro Takahashi. Now, I got to say, I don't think anyone really thought Takahashi really. Uh, he, he's he's yeah. not going to be a guy who's going to win. I would be surprised if he he actually won a match. Might actually go zero. I don't understand. Like, uh, I would have uh, taken this guy out and put Hiromu Takahashi in there. I guess. I guess me too. Uh, I, I You know, I would have enjoyed seeing Hiromu in there. But uh, you know what? I'm going to have to say, though, even though he's been losing every one of these matches, this is probably the best I've seen Yujiro fight. You know, he's not been horrendously bad as we've seen him in the past. Uh, he's actually been putting up some good matches, not some great matches, mind you. Mm -hmm. uh, this match against him and uh, Taichi, it's an odd one because Taichi here, okay, once again, Taichi gets the win, putting him undefeated in the first three matches of the tournament. Six points, that puts him, you know, at the top of his block. Yep. We didn't expect Taichi to do anything, to be honest, going into this. So this is kind of cool in a way. But it's kind of strange because, you know, it seems like, especially when he fought Minoru Suzuki, that yep. uh, maybe they were going to, like, maybe this was a lean-in for him to go towards uh, becoming a face. However, uh, this match was basically underhanded moves versus underhanded moves, you know. Uh, it came down to Suzuki Goon versus um, Bullet Club in philosophy, and uh, it wasn't the, it wasn't a very big match. There isn't really a lot to talk about. Each guy did their kind of signature things. Uh, to give you an idea of how uh, quickly these guys ambushed each other, um, I believe Taichi didn't even rip off his trademark pants until probably like the last minute or two of the match. Um, but interesting stuff. Taichi moving on. Gotta wonder where he's going. This puts him at the top. After three matches in, he's at the top of his division. Where does he go from here? Does he continue? Is it a good start to a flame out? I don't know. 
it seems like maybe they're going somewhere with Taichi. I don't see him in the finals. I don't see him uh, going any further. But let's like I don't see him going out of this really high. But I see him maybe solidifying himself as a solid mid card wrestler here. Uh, what did you think? Uh, it was okay. It was uh, it was what I expected because uh, we didn't expect. Uh, we don't expect these either of these two to do well, but I didn't expect to, Tai Chi to uh, do as well as, he, as he's been doing. But I expected him to uh, go over and Takashi this week. All right. Next, we move to the next match. This match for me was a bit telling again for Minoru Suzuki, uh, taking on Jeff Cobb. And man, he really brutalized Jeff Cobb a lot. I expected Cobb to have a, a little more offense here. But Suzuki really took it to him. Uh, and it was kind of cool how he, uh, he he's up in the Oklahoma Stampede getting ready to be tossed. And he manages to slink around, go into his sleeper, and finish with the gotch style. Did it, did it, pre- it impressed me that he lifted up Jeff Cobb, such a big man, yeah. for the gotch style pile driver, too. Uh, lays him out, takes the win, uh, except for the one loss over uh, Taichi. Once again, I'm looking at Minoru Suzuki thinking, Wow, this was a really strongly look. Maybe he's a dark horse contender for this tournament. We what might have to look at uh, changing our uh, predictions from yeah. Rock and B. We might have to because things are not kind of going the way we started thinking they'd go. So, yeah, Suzuki's been impressive. I just enjoy his matches. I just love it when he when he gets like punched in the face or whatever, and he just like comes back and starts smiling and laughing at his oh, opponent. His facials <laughs> are frightening. The man his gets facials are the best. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, next, we move on to Kota Ibushi versus Tomohiro Ishii. I got to say, I wasn't sure how, you know, in my mind, I wasn't sure how to play this out because, you know, you have uh, Ishii who's, who's very much into slapping, punching, uh, elbowing, yeah. uh, you know, hand offense. And then you had Ibushi who's, you know, he concentrates most of his offense on kicks. Yeah. And it, it, and it actually played out as this as a kick versus punch kind of match. Uh, spectacular stuff. Uh, third straight loss for Ishii, but man, he still has every all three cards that he's been on. It still is my favorite match of the entire night. I thought it was incredible stuff. He really, the two of these guys went at it great. Uh, once again, they always say Ishii is seems to end up being the MVP of these tournaments, just strictly on how entertaining his matches are. Uh, Koto Ibushi looking good, mm-hmm. but. A typical, it's typical Koto Ibushi for me. He's always like, kind of like a. You ever notice he's sort of like a zombie when he fights, and then he, he, he you know, he just goes down to this kind of blank look a lot, and then yeah, he, gets, he, staggers, he staggers around the ring and like throwing those kicks at his opponents. Yeah. Yeah, and let's face it, one of my favorite finishing moves is the Kamagoya. It was nice to see him take out uh, Ishii with it. Uh, Overall, once again, going to have to say this was the funnest uh, match in the entire night. If I only could watch one of these matches, this would be the one I'd hope that I got. What did you think, buddy? Yeah, uh, like I said, this was a fun match. It was a really great. I really enjoyed watching this one. And now, uh, did... one of uh, it, this was a match of the night for me. For my okay. Um, I know I had picked Ibushi as perhaps being the Dark Horse winner, my second pick. Um, I'm still uncertain. I'm still going to say that. He has not been as dominant or as dynamic as I thought he would be. So let's see on that. I'm doing, uh, next, that. I'm doing not so well in block A. <laughs> what's that? You're not I'm doing, doing not so well in block A. I picked Shibo and Ishii. Yeah, Ishii has not. And who was your other pick? Sorry. 
Uh, Shingo and uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Well, hey, you know what? Shingo picked up a win tonight, which surprised me, over Will Ospreay. Um, Ospreay, uh, man, it seems like he really is bordering on being kind of an arrogant dick in some of these matches. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he really kind of taunted uh, Shingo quite a bit. Uh, it was sort of satisfying to see him get taken out with the last of the dragon. So, um, solid move though. Lots of, uh, lots of, lots of, in the beginning, that incredible display they had where they must have attacked each other with like 10, 15 different counters back and forth from spectacular stuff was really, uh, really unique. Uh, it surprised me though, because it made Shingo look a little wussy because he kind of backed off after that, that exchange, uh, just about getting taken out with, um, what the hell is that movie he does where he, he runs across the hidden blade. Yeah, he just about tried to take out uh, Shingo with the, the hidden blade. Oh. Shingo ducks, and the look on his face was kind of shocked. Uh, I was surprised that. I was surprised because usually Shingo doesn't act like he's very much afraid of anything. So it was surprising to see him in that thing. Um, good match, though. Lots of interesting stuff. Uh, Osprey heading all his greatest moves, but getting taken out by Shingo surprised me. First win of the, first win of the tournament for Shingo. First win, loss for Will Osprey. Obviously, they're going to push Will Ospreay here. It's, it seems like he's a guy to keep an eye on. He's definitely a contender. So far in this block, I see him, uh, Abushi, and possibly Jay White being the, the finale winner here. I had bet on Okada in the beginning, but it's still early in the tournament. We're only talking at this moment right now. Um, did you like the Shingo-Will Ospreay match? Uh yeah, that was a good match. Uh, again, uh, my the match in life for me was uh, that one we just talked about. Uh, uh, Bushi and Abushi. Yeah, but uh, this wasn't a bad main event for okay. night five, yeah. Now, then we move on to the main event of the night was with Jay White, uh, the knife pervert, Jay White. <laughs> and, and yes, Elio is the podcast pervert. Uh, the Jay... <laughs> the uh, Jay White... What's going on? Taking on Kazuchika Okada, there's a few things that annoyed me about this match, okay? First of all, you've got Jay White. Man, cheating like crazy. It's getting to be tiresome how he's the only guy really who has somebody constant. Well, no, I guess you also have evil with uh, Dick Togo. But, I mean, it's just like any you can't get anything going in a match against Jay White because Ghetto's there every single time. Uh, gets annoying. And Okada... Um, has he forgotten how to do the Rainmaker? Because it doesn't seem like he wants to do it. He's he's stuck on this, I don't know, I'm not very impressed with the money clip. It's it's not exactly the best looking, um, it doesn't look that great of a finisher mm -hmm. to me. And uh, he's been trying it. He, he spent the entire match trying to hook on this thing. Uh, ends up losing to Jay White. Of course, Jay White had... Uh, how many times Ghetto come in and, and assist him? See, Jay White doesn't have to cheat because he's been winning all of his matches uh, so far. So I don't know why he needs to be. Well, come on. He's won every match because Ghetto has constantly interfered. He's won because he's been cheating the entire time. Uh, I'm getting a little sick of it. It's not the kind of thing I want to watch this tournament for. And I just think, God, I hope this doesn't take him to the finals because... If so, like when he does that, uh, the Bullet Club sign, but like yeah. they do it under. Yep, the Bullet Club have uh, always done it underways, man. Oh, okay. No, I just don't know, like, you overhead. I no, it's always see. underhand. Underhand for the Bullet Club. Oh, so, okay. all, all in all, I'm going to say this this was an okay card. Um, One third of the way in the battle, then you really, like I said, 
got to keep your eyes on uh, Minoru Suzuki, I think, is, is, is a possible dark horse. It does look like a, a big heavy leaning towards Will Ospreay, Akoto Ibushi. Kind of hoping that Okada is going to make that big return in the second half of the tournament when we get there. And really wondering how far Jay White's going to take this whole cheating agenda and will that get him to the end? Uh, what did you think of uh, night, night five? Yeah, overall, uh, night five wasn't bad. I, again, I'm going to have to look at some alternate picks uh, for things well, going away. I, I, I think we should, after maybe, let's say, maybe after day, uh, after day 10, okay. maybe we'll reassess our picks and see what we got there, okay? Let's move on now next to, uh, to day six, and that'd be the B block. We open up, okay, wow, once again, a guy that has really turned it on and has really surprised me, Yoshihashi, defeating Sonata. There are two crazy stories there. Sonata doing so poorly in the beginning. Whoa, 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 that uh, Minoru Suzuki loses to Taichi. It, it, it's a great, crazy new world. I don't know what to say, man. It's, uh, but you know what? Um, Yoshihashi has been wrestling rather impressive. These first three matches he's done, he's come out and he looks like, you know, it's for years I've been watching this guy and I kept thinking, what do they see in him? Why do they let this guy compete at this level? Because he's boring. He doesn't seem to really be, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't, he seems very uncomfortable. Like he doesn't belong there. Uh, we're not seeing that right now from Yoshihashi. He's coming out with a lot of charisma, a lot of drive, and it looks like a lot of confidence. And I think it's really serving him well. I, if they keep this up, you know what? We might just have to add Yoshihashi to one of the guys that we think is a, a serious upper mid card to, to main event guy because he really is turning himself around here the way he looks. Not sure what to think of Sonata, man. Uh, Sonata was some guy that, you know, a lot of people thought going into this tournament he'd be a runaway pick to win this. It has not been Sonata's tournament. Three, three straight losses for Sonata. Yeah, very tough. Uh, I hope he gets his stuff together because he's a very talented wrestler. Uh, anything that stuck out in the Yoshihashi Sonata match with you? Uh, no, it's just uh, the result itself was uh, surprising. All right. Moving on, we have here's this I thought was actually the match of the night for me was Kenta defeating Zack Sabre Jr. Um, really interesting style. Kenta really trying to grapple, trying to out-grapple mm-hmm. um, Zack Sabre Jr. Right off the bat, I mean, he, like, laid yeah. down and tried you to know, offer. He, he, like, sat on the mat. He was, like, trying to lure Sabre in to the mat grappling. It was, it was a really interesting thing. And it's an interesting way to take on Zack Sabre Jr. because he doesn't get that very often. Um, in the end, of course, Kenta start having to use a lot of blows and stuff like that. Uh, in the end, he gets the go to sleep, which I'm going to have to say was one of the weaker go to sleeps I've seen in a while. It seemed like uh, Zach really protected his own face going into that move. <laughs> um, but in the end, uh, Kenta taking the win, Zach Sabre Jr. taking the loss. Uh, moving on to the next match. Now, this one was a tough for me because I'm really not a fan of either of these guys. Hiroshi Tanahashi defeating Juice Robinson. I've never really been a Tanahashi fan. I I don't really, he's sort of, I get, I don't know. He's in a way, he has all these flashy moves, but he's very generic to me. This was, for me, this was kind of a a don't care match. It didn't send out as much as the other matches I've seen so far. 
Well, let's face it, Tanahashi, I mean, he, we all know he's banged up, he's older. His probable runs at a belt are probably gone, except maybe down the road as a, as a sentimental win one day. I, don't, I think his days of being in the very top are done. And Juice Robinson is just this guy who keeps struggling. And you see parts of Juice you really like, and then there's just parts that just are blah. You know? is, it just, is it just me or is he, is he was like kind of boring? You know what? At, t- he at can times. Be. He yeah. can be. He, he seems to have a weird rapport with the crowd, though. The crowd seems to like him. I mean, and that's the Japanese crowd. But I don't know how English, how, how we take him. Um, I don't know what to think of his. I mean, he's had such stupid ring gear over the last couple of years. His newest, my guess now is he's trying to be a Michael Jackson kind of look to him. You know, yeah, when, I, when, I, for, when I saw him on night two, I was like, well, what's going on here? <laughs> he has a whole new look to him. So, yeah, I, I'm not sure if, you, I mean, do I really want a wrestler who looks like Michael Jackson? I mean, it's not like you're <laughs> emulating an extremely <laughs> strong guy here. So, um, but this match to me was pretty blah. Yeah. And uh, I was surprised that Tanahashi got a quick roll up win like that. You know, actually, after you know, he rolls out of the, out of the uh, unprettier. No, what does he call it? The pulp friction. Pulp friction. Which is the unprettier or whatever things, but yeah, uh, he manages to kind of slither out of that, grab juice, and roll him up into a pin. That surprised me. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't see a lot for either of these guys going forward. Uh, the next uh, thing, Toriano defeated Evil. Now this this match made me laugh a bit because it seemed like. Evil tried his best to out Tori Yano Yano using Yano techniques. Uh, he kept doing all of Yano's shtick, but Yano just kept getting kind of the upper hand. Uh, we did have Dick Togo once again. Uh, crazy that they portray him using uh, piano wire to choke out opponents. I, I, yikes. You would not see that here in North America. Um, as a matter of fact, I don't think they're very big on choking in the WWE at all. I, mean, I remember Daniel Bryan getting uh, fired for uh, yeah. choking mm-hmm. Roberts. So, um, interesting match, but you knew it wasn't a you know you knew it wasn't a great match. Uh, Yano, it doesn't matter if he wins or loses because he's not really going to make it to the end. He's just going to spoil no. a few guys. Uh, Evil, though, I like Evil's new look. A lot, a lot more than he used to look. Yep. He used to remind me of a big baby in a, a giant diaper. Like <laughs> now he looks like a credible guy. I like the way he looks, um, but I don't know. It's not. He's not been having a lot of success lately. And oh no, he's been doing better than Sonata though. So far. So far, uh, this match is your typical funny Yano match. Uh, lots of low yeah. blows, lots of reversals, lots of turnbuckles being taken off. In the end, Yano being the spoiler, defeating Evil. Then the main event of the night, Tetsuya Naito defeating Hiroki Goto. Man, I have seen this match so many times, and it always plays out the same. Naito usually takes out Goto. Mm-hmm. They seem to have the... It was kind of a boring matchup for me. Um, but Naito, looking like he's building some momentum, which he should. He's the world champion. Um Gonna say for me it was a blah match. Did, was it a match for you, buddy? Uh, mm, no, for me it was pretty much the same. Just a blah match. Uh, nothing yeah. really stood out for me. Okay, so you know, day. I gotta say, I'm finding I enjoy uh, Block A nights better than Block B. Yeah, it seems that there's better wrestlers. Well, look at look at also look at the names in Block A as compared yeah, to it, Block B. It's very fat-packed in uh, Block A for sure. 
Um, right now in block B, Yoshihashi continuing to surprise us by uh, uh, just even, even if he doesn't win any more matches, if he just wrestles the way he is right now, he's mm-hmm. won a lot of things. He's, he's done awesome. Sonata, got to find that second gear. It's like he's stuck in first gear and he's yeah. not really getting far. Love and Kenta. Kenta surprising me. I, I, I know I should give him more, more than I do. And maybe he'll prove me a bit of a spoiler because I, I haven't really picked Kenta in anything. Zack Sabre Jr., uh, once again, giving fun, solid matches. Uh, I don't really see him progressing to the finals, but I see him spoiling a few guys along the way. Hiroshi Tanahashi, Juice Robinson, don't really care. Uh, they don't do anything for me. Um, Toriano, well, he's the jokester. He isn't going to get far. Evil, Evil's got to pick up his game, though. You got the look, man. Start wrestling. And I don't like the reliance so much on Dick Togo to help all the time. Yeah, like, so uh, that's the first. had three matches. He's only won one of the three. Yeah. And then uh, Naito and uh, Goto. Um, Naito's finally starting to seems like he's slipping into second gear, which is good. Poor Goto, he looks good, but he's always the perennial bridesmaid. Uh, right now, the strongest in this whole thing is uh, Kenta. Kenta's probably looking stronger than anybody else just mm-hmm. right now at this moment. Uh, Naito looking really good, uh, followed by maybe Zach. Got to see Sonata pull his uh, pull his shorts up. Uh, Goto always kind of floating in the middle. So. We'll see uh, when we do, after we do uh, nights uh, seven and eight, uh, maybe that'll uh, give us a little more clarity. But right now at the one third mark, that's pretty much where we stand. So folks, we're going to take a quick uh, commercial break. When we get back, we'll take a look at uh, nights seven and eight. Hey folks, welcome back. Let's get in now to uh, day se- uh, day seven. All right. I, uh, or no. yeah. day, day eight. Oh no, it's seven and eight. You're right. Seven and eight. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's get in. Uh, Elio's just waking up, folks. So nobody pushed the. Okay. Anyways. All these days blend together. They kind of do after a while. I gotta have to. I gotta have to admit, it is starting to to feel the. Uh, what do you call it? The fatigue, right? Oh, I was looking at next week's schedule. And we got five. We got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, all in a row. Right. And then Holy I think we also have like a, a Saturday or something. A I don't Saturday, know. yep. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So, all right. Well, let's get into this, folks. Let's get into day seven now, okay? Uh, first of all, we start off with Minoru Suzuki defeating Yuju Takahashi. Once mm-hmm. again, Takahashi, the perennial loser. We know he's not really going to win anything here. Yep. I got to say... I was a little bit impressed with Takahashi. This is probably the most I've seen him awake in a match. You know, he uh, he actually went after Suzuki a few times. Yes, he got his ass kicked. Uh, yes, it wasn't that long of a match. But I want to give props to Takahashi for at least having uh, some fire in his eyes. Suzuki looking strong. Once again, kind of wondering if he's going to be an outside dark horse here because he, he really uh, put on a definitive match here. What did you think, buddy? Yeah, I know this match, uh, it was your typical Suzuki match. Uh, you just like totally uh, ran through um, Takahashi, even though Takahashi did some cool stuff. Did you, did you see it? Did you think, do you think I'm overplaying Takahashi or did you see him be in a little, a little bit, uh, I don't know, a little better today? Or no, he am I just seeing No, no, I seem a little better than uh, his uh, previous outings, like when this, when she won the first began. 
Yeah, you know, like I say that because most times you see Takahashi, in my opinion, he comes out quite a bit. Uh, he's all flash. I mean, this tournament, he hasn't been bringing out, I guess probably because of COVID, but he hasn't been bringing out, you know, the scantily clad women. And uh, moving on, next match, Kota Ibushi versus Jeff Cobb. Now, this is uh, this was Jeff Cobb's, I think, strongest performance so far. He looked very good here. Oh, my God, when, when Jeff Cobb, uh, when he would take um, Ibushi up, he would like uh, slam him. Then he would like flip over, pick him up again, and then slap him again. <laughs> yeah, he very strong performance. Abushi really pouring on the uh, kicks and stuff. Uh, finishes again, of course, with a uh, Kamagoya. I uh, just love saying the word Kamagoya. It's actually, you know what, Elio, I'm teaching my five-year-old son how to do the Kamagoya. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, my what wife's kind of... Yeah, you know what? He he's kind of small, so when he does it, he only like he like he kind of does it in my chest. So you know, but I, I'm gonna teach him. I'm gonna be super proud when he's eight years old and some bully uh, screws with him and he kamagoya is that little that little shit in the face. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna say to the principal that that's terrible, and then I'm gonna take him up for ice cream and say, "Good job." Next time, make sure the fucker doesn't get up. So yes, that's the kamagoya. Cool. A cool move. Uh, he even runs around going kamagoya, kamagoya. That's so cool. <laughs> Anyhow, um, yeah, Abushi looking good here, but like I really like Jeff Cobb. This is what he needs. You know he's not going to win the tournament. Yep. You know he's not going to make it to the finals. But this is what he needs: is strong performances like this to resonate and make himself look like a competitor. And I think coming out of this one, he really won the hearts. I think of a lot of people, including I don't know if you noticed, but Koto Abushi made it uh, made it very evident that he was really impressed with Cobb at the end as he was laying there trying to shake his hand and show him that he really appreciated the great match with him. Uh, Abushi looking good. Still uh, my second pick as of the first half. Well, that might change, but I just, I, it just bothers me where Abushi, I just can't stand the fact that he always acts like a petulant kid. You know, he always has that look like, I don't know. He just, he has that look like you want to slap him in the face. Yeah. And, uh, it's hard to get behind somebody sometimes who gives you that snotty, I don't know, attitude. So he wins. Next, finally, finally, Kazuchika Okada gets his first win while Taichi eats his first pin. Mm -hmm. um, well, I guess I wouldn't say pin because it was actually, you know, um, uh, referee stoppage. But, um, okay, uh Okada looking good still, still staying away from the Rainmaker, which is kind of ticking me off. Um, it's funny to see Taichi hit him with the Rainmaker, which was a bit of a strange twist. Uh, not sold on the money clip. I'm sorry. I'm not enjoying the money clip as a finishing hold. Um, mm -hmm. I wish he'd stay away from it. It seems like a weak hold to me. But I think the story of this is, as it goes on, he's going to start unleashing the Rainmaker in the second half and start racking up points. Uh, but, um, but maybe, maybe he's uh, waiting till like they get they uh, get towards the end of this tournament to well, like, I, start using it more. Yeah, well, I think the thing is, I think when he starts to use it, the fans are going to go crazy. I mean, he hasn't even tried to use it, and Ooh. it's definitely his his biggest move. So I think as we get further near the end of the tournament and he starts getting bigger matches, I think he's going to start employing it, yeah. and we're going to start seeing wins with the Rainmaker. Uh, as for Taichi, I'm not going to rule him out yet. He still seems to be having some good momentum. Uh, like we said, we don't think he's going to be uh, in the finals here, but he has been showing some pretty interesting, strong uh, stuff here. So uh, good strange, on him. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> um, Jay White 
uh, taking on Will Ospreay. I'm not sure. I, okay, Will Ospreay looks good, but once again, he's got like he's got like douchebag written all over him, and I don't know if he realizes it. But you just can't help but the feeling like you just can't stand this guy. Like he's talented, he's doing all these great moves, but he just comes off like such a cocky douchebag that after a while you like maybe he should he'd be a better heel. I don't know. But then I guess he probably wouldn't do all those moves. He wouldn't have to do all the crazy See, moves. Right? He, he's a face, but to me, he looks he does look more like a heel. He does. But but but, but speaking of heels, Jay White, I'm getting so <laughs> bored and annoyed with this. He's a better wrestler than this. And having Ghetto just constantly, um, I'm so annoyed with this all yeah. the time. Yeah, it's 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 getting to be really uh, it's getting to be really annoying, and I don't like it. It, it takes off uh, any of the excitement in this match, and if if anything, it doesn't make Jay White look all that cool. If anything, it's making him look worse now, and I, I'm not liking that. Yep. So Will Osprey gets the win here. Um, then we look over here. We have in the main event. This one, I was not sure. I know both of us have been looking forward to this match, and it yep. delivered. Tomohiro Ishii defeating Shingo Tagagi. Ishii's first win, but what a great match. Man, these guys slapped the crap yeah. out of each other. Um, and Ishii getting the win with the Brain Buster. So, yeah, this was a great main event. Definitely take a look at it. Once again, it seems like almost every card that has Ishii on that card seems to be the most exciting, funnest match uh, of the night. And I, I'm going to have to say it probably took it when I look at these matches. Yeah. For me, I would have to say the Obushi Jeff Cobb match was very good, but I would still prefer the Narishi Shingo Takagi. Yep. Um, he's, he's, we're almost at the halfway mark and he has definitely been the most exciting guy to watch this entire tournament. Now I'm looking at the block a standings right now, uh, tied at fourth place. We have Jay White, Will Ospreay, Taichi and Kota Obushi. Now, um, I picked uh, Koto Ibushi as my second in the beginning of this. So he's still up there. He's still in a good chance. Taichi, I don't really uh, see him going that much further, but I'm seeing good effort out of him. So you see Will, tied, tied at uh, how many? Uh, there's four of them tied at at, uh, uh, at first place. You have Jay White. That's, no, it's six points, right? At six points, yeah. Okay, all right. In first place. You have Jay White. Will Now, Jay White, uh, I really hope he doesn't. The only reason, the only way I want Jay White to win this tournament is if Evil or uh, Kenta wins the second side to see an internal battle of, of, of actually, I'd rather, I'd rather if it would be Jay White versus Evil because there you have who's the leader of um, a Bullet Club, Bullet Club. Yep. you know? That would be an interesting match. But if that doesn't happen, I don't want to see Jay White. I don't like what he's doing in this tournament. For me, it's taken away the grandeur of it. Uh, Will Ospreay, obviously he's got a chance here. They're really pushing him hard. Taichi does not have a chance, I don't think. Koto Ibushi still has a chance. Minoru Suzuki, wait, I sh I'm sorry. I was looking at There's five way tie at first place. Suzuki also has six points. Um, he could be that dark horse winner, but... Uh, next, we have Okada finally having four points. Uh, Shingo, uh, Ishii, and Jeff Cobb at two points each, and Takahashi bringing up the rear at zero. Um, He's the only zero on, uh, in Block A. In Block A, he is the only zero. Now, let's take a look here at uh, B Block, okay? Next night, uh, night eight. We are looking at, first of all, uh, the first match. Juice Robinson defeating Toro Yano. Dude, there's... Okay, first of all, I, I'm 
I can't stand Juice Robinson's look. I thought I could buy into it. I can't. Um, it just looks cheap, man. He does not look like a main event guy. He looks like a, a mid-card to low-card goof, you know? And then Toro Yano, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm going to enjoy this later on in the tournament. But he's kind of – all this antic stuff is just pissing me off. I, I don't find it a breath of fresh air. I don't find it all that interesting. I'm not liking Yano's goofy stuff this year. Not, it's just, I'm not digging it. You know, it's like uh, we said on like a past episode of Global or the guys mm -hmm. over at WPOV said mm -hmm. on there's, there's a place in wrestling for comedy, but like something like this is not that place, like where every match is a comedy. Yeah, you know, I guess maybe if, if he tried, like in past years, he's done stuff where he's wrestled. Remember last year where he decided he wasn't, he wasn't going to cheat, he was going to try and wrestle his way. And the first yeah. half he wrestled and then he fell back into the cheating. I guess it's just, it's just like there is a time for comedy, but I'm just not feeling the placement of it right now. Maybe like, uh, as this tournament goes on, maybe as things get longer, this will be a fresh air, but it's not to me right now. Especially the one part uh, where uh, Yano was on the outside and they were yelling back and forth, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. No. It, it, it's, I'm not enjoying it. Uh, a loss to Yano, a pickup for Robinson. Okay, fine. Um, this was uh, this match uh, makes me wonder. The next match makes me wonder how this tournament's going to go on from here. This was a surprise. Oh, usually match, usually match, NCPW matches are like twenty or thirty. Minutes well, it's a twenty long, minute. Right? It's a twenty minute long. Uh, this um, this was like three minutes. Yes, and here's the problem: is I think Goto is actually injured. I think oh. his shoulder is legitimately injured. Oh. So okay. uh, they just are carrying him through this and. Uh, Zack Sabre took advantage of that, took him out really quick. Uh, this might be the swan song in this tournament for Goto. Yeah, because when, when, when I was watching this, I, as soon as I heard like the winner, Zack Sabre, I was like, wait, what? This match well, has started. Well, I got to say this. I would not be surprised if uh, they pull Goto out of this tournament. It wouldn't surprise me. They might. He might try and gut it through. If so... It depends on how extremely injured he is, but I think he is slightly injured. I think he does have some shoulder problems here. Uh, okay. Zach Saber picking up the uh, points. Uh, Hiroyuki Goto uh, eating down. I do not see Goto being any more uh, trouble in this tournament for anybody. Uh, Zach Saber still floating in there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next, I was surprised at this match, man. Once again, uh, Yoshihashi. Uh, I, see, I see. I see what you're saying here. Okay. Because like for the first time, I actually saw Yoshihashi actually do something in a match. Yes. I mean, this is probably the best match I've seen. I've seen him getting better and better. Even in a losing uh, effort here, uh, losing to Tanahashi, this was a really good match. Okay. Uh, on paper last year, had you told me that I'd be watching uh, Tanahashi versus Yoshihashi, I would have been like, who cares? I'm not a fan of either of these guys. Uh, however, they put on a very good show here. And Yoshihashi is starting to win me over. This is what these kind of tournaments need. And this is what Jeff Cobb needs. Jeff Cobb had a good night yesterday. He had an okay nights before that. He needs to be at this level that Yoshihashi's putting in. Yes, Yoshihashi ain't going to win this tournament. But people are going to remember Yoshihashi sincerely just on his last four matches here. He has really shown that he has woken up and that he deserves to finally be here. That's what I've been wanting to see. Um, as for Tanahashi, I don't see him as a threat, okay? 
He's a little bit too broken up, a little bit too old for this tournament uh, to be to go to the next level. But he's definitely going to be some exciting matches, and he definitely elevated Yoshihashi here. Okay, uh, this one, this was an interesting match. I was curious how this was going to turn out. Evil versus Kenta. You have two members of Bullet Club uh, facing each other here. Um, surprisingly, Kenta came off uh, more of the face here even though uh because because El evil did everything to cheat including have dick togo uh, get involved uh i thought it was really funny in the beginning of the match soon as the match started kenta like fell on his back rolled out and then he went over and said something to togo and togo was like very taken aback wasn't sure what the hell to sit to, <laughs> to react so i'm just curious I, I would love to know what the hell kenta said to you uh to dick togo i guess we won't know but it, it was it was interesting Match went on, uh, Evil cheating his way through things, uses a low blow. You know, he's, this I'm not liking because this was Evil's chance because, you know, he won the belt, only had it for one defense. Uh, right. Now he's in this tournament and he's going the Jay Root, the Jay White route, which I'm not digging Jay White doing. Uh, his isn't as bad, but he's, it's not far from him to get there. And I think it's making him look poorer as a competitor than it does enriching him. So I, I'm not liking the way evil's yeah. headed in this trajectory. Well, when, right when Jay White does it, we expect that because like we've seen him do it so many times, but evil right. doing it is just not the same. Yeah. And, and re the reliance on Dick Togo is also getting almost Gato level, which I'm not liking either. Uh, and then finally the main event, very good match here. Mm -hmm. uh, members of Los Ignobles fighting each other, Sonata taking on Tetsuya Naito and winning. Sonata's big first win. This is going to have good repercussions. Uh, Naito eating the pin here means that he does, regardless if Sonata does not win this tournament, sometime before Wrestle Kingdom, he will have a, a match with Sonata now. Um, good match. Uh, they really took it to each other well. And I got to love the, the, the salute at the end. Naito uh, recognizing his boy. Um, love that a lot. Uh, overall, um, okay, Night of Wrestling. I mean... Yeah, no, you know, Block B's have been pretty weak compared to Block A's. I'd say this is probably the best night of Block B I've seen so far. And now we found ourselves finally at, what, we're now where this puts us in four matches for each guys. We're almost at, we're, you know, next week we'll be over the, the halfway mark. Next week, uh, after the first two matches, me and Elio might reassess and pick our current trajectory winners uh, and see where that goes. But as it stands right now, Block A, um, the, the people to really look out for are Koto Ibushi and Minoru Suzuki. Block B, I think you really got to keep your eyes on, um, oh, Jesus, looking at this, Naito, obviously. Um, although it's very, very rare for the world champion to, to win this tournament. Um, but also Evil and Kenta. So... And, and uh, who knows? I mean, Sonata only has one win in. Yes, it's over the champ. Who, let's see where that goes. He has, you know, five more matches here. Uh, he has 10 more possible points to gain to put himself over. So we'll see how this tournament goes. Good uh, week so far. I'm enjoying it. Uh, maybe I'm getting jaded and not uh, appreciating the Yano stuff like I used to. We'll see how that goes as the, as the tournament goes on. But folks, keep watching. Uh, don't forget. Uh, we're one of a couple shows here. Aftermath is our special uh, look this year at the G1, but also Aftermath will be uh, other hosts also uh, showing stuff after some of the major pay-per-views. I'm sure there's one coming over for TakeOver, um, any of the other 
major WWE or AEW uh, things will get on there. Uh, keep an eye on Aftermath. That's usually on a Sunday night. Um, keep your eyes also on us. Me and Elio, you can find us on WPOV Global. The, the show uh, usually comes up uh, Thursday or Friday night where we talk uh, all the uh, independent, uh, well, I wouldn't say independent, but the lower stuff that's not WWE, where we talk AEW, we talk NXT UK, we talk MLW, ROH, um, Impact, uh, you name it, we try and find out the, the, the top stuff going on, including New Japan. And uh, lately, you know, uh, occasionally we'll be having on special guest star, um, Andy Anderson, the lone wolf Andy Anderson, a form, uh, current professional wrestler in Western Canada. Uh, together, the three of us, when he does come on to Global, we'll take a very deep look into AEW and the bookings and decisions and the feelings and, and t take a very deeper, even deeper than me and Elio go. The three of us go even further in that. Uh, so check that out. We also have WPOV Wrestling, which uh, comes out on every Saturday night. It uh, features um, Tony Diaz and Rick Serrano III and Miguel Cole. And they take a, a lighthearted look at uh, WWE, uh, both NXT, NXT uh, SmackDown, and Raw. And they take a little peek at AEW itself and their ongoing uh, AEW versus NXT war. Um, we can also we also have one other show that we're very proud of me and Elio uh, produce called uh, WPOV Quarantine, and Quarantine is one of the few video shows that you'll see of us where you actually see us uh, talking. Uh, you can you can get the audio format of it, but there's also a video format of it. And the the point of Quarantine is I host a show where I get bring on other wrestlers from around the world, and we have a certain topic that week, and we try and dive deep and, and find all the different points of views we can about whatever project or whatever uh, thing we've discussed. We've discussed many things from territories to uh, stampede wrestling to women's wrestling uh, to racism in wrestling. We've tackled tough guys, high flyers, tag teams, you name it. There's lots of cool stuff, and there's lots more to come. And this, so folks, uh, this week, uh, we got Greatest Rivalries. The greatest rivalries will be coming I've up. I've got a few already listed. From awesome. Mine. Awesome. You know what we're going to be? We have, I know on that one, uh, we have so far slated to appear. I know uh, Andy Anderson is ready. Uh, and Lake's hoping she can be in there. Uh, Chief Atacula Kula is going to be coming in. Scotty Mack and Danny Dugan. We're going to be talking some really cool rivalries. And uh, all kinds of stuff coming up, folks. So keep your eyes on that. You can find us on TuneIn. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Heart uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Podbean. and Podbean. I always forget the Bean of Pod, which I shouldn't. You think it's in our name. Uh, but yes, and if you want to purchase a t-shirt, we have t-shirts available. Isn't that crazy? I finally have t-shirts available. We have t-shirts available at uh, www.prowrestlingtees.com backslash WPOV Wrestling, where there are four different designs available uh three of which are dedicated to the wpov wrestling show but one of them is a global show that's right you want to show support of me and elio we have the great one with the, i love our logo man I, i'm sorry i know the wpov guys have been longer but i love the gold it look that you see on wpov global uh you can get our um logo on a t-shirt and it has a little fun stuff where it says gentlemen across the top or sorry, gentleman across the bottom, legend across the top, refer to me and Elio, and uh, arrows, and you can make whatever jokes you want in there. So, so are you saying that of the four of us, uh, Global holds all the gold? 
we are the gold standard. We hold all the gold. We hold <laughs> all the gold. But uh, <laughs> you can buy those t-shirts. They are $20 each, $19.95 each. They, all the money that's raised here goes into funding these shows as we try and expand this network and try and bring you even more and more cool things. Because fans, you love wrestling. We love wrestling. And uh, the last bit of plugging I'm going to do right now is I'm going to ask Elio to tell you guys if you want to write in suggestions for any of the shows, any comments, fan stuff, reactions to anything. Elio, where are the places they can write into? So it's on Facebook at Wrestling POV Podcast, Instagram at Wrestling POV One, and Twitter at Wrestling POV. Excellent. Well, you know what, fans? We've had a great time talking today. We look forward to more of this G1. It's something me and Elio really like. Uh, this year, of course, has been slightly different format with things going on with the COVID. But uh, we'll be back next week discussing the next four or five nights in a row. And uh, Elio, it's been a fun time. Thank you yep. for uh, doing this with me. And uh, you know what, Elio? I know I sound like a broken record, but hey. Why don't you say goodbye to the good people? Why don't, I, why don't I do that? Okay, fans, we'll talk to y'all next week.